Yeah, but hold on. My, what's good, brothers and bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast Redraft. This is where you come for your fantasy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Die here with my co-bro. You got Dynasty Bro Vic. What's up? Talk to the people for seven seconds, bro. Hey, we're coming off championship week. Championship week, we're going to call it that. But uh, hopefully you guys dominated your leagues. Hopefully you guys brought home some titles. We're here to celebrate. Um, we're here to walk through some of the league winners, some of the people that may have helped you win a league this year, and some people that may have kicked you out. So in terms of they just, you know, dominated. I know you guys saw Stefan Diggs put up those points. So we're going we're gonna to talk through all that, man. But we're here to celebrate. It's the grand finale for the redraft show. It's been a long year. Man, how you feeling, Doc? Bro, you jumped straight into that Stefan Diggs joint real quick, my guy. I had to, bro, man. He he got me up out of there, man. Hey, he got me up in there, man. <laughs> I, I honestly ended up winning by 40 points. And he put up 43 for me. So shout out to Stefan Diggs, man. True league winner this year, bro. He's balling. Um, getting everything he's supposed to, bro. Shout out to him and Josh Allen. They done turned up this year. But yeah, man, um, Hey, every time we talk at the top of the year, the goal is to always at least walk out with one. I walked out with one this year. You walked out with one. So congrats to you doing your thing. Got the belt around your neck. Appreciate it, man. Hey, I'm salty, bro. Like, I should have had two. I was up 35, but they still had digs, and you guys know the rest. But we're going to get into that, man. But, hey, I brought one home, so I can't complain. I know, bro. I, I really would like to hear how many people got put out by Stefan Diggs yesterday. That would be real interesting, man. You feel me? Yeah, man. Between him and Kamara. So you either got Kamara or you got digged. I don't bro, know Kamara, worse. Kamara almost had seven of them things, bro. But you know how that go. Yeah, man. Shout out to Taysom Hill. Yo, guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my emergency quarterback in real life and fantasy, bro. He's legit my emergency quarterback. He actually worked out this year, too, so. Your guy out here ruining history, bro. He is, man. He is. <laughs> All right, but look, man, we got a fire episode, and this is what we're going to do, man. We're just going to talk about league winners. Um, you know, guys that have been balling all year, guys that have took off in the playoffs, too, and just guys that are on our team personally that we rooted for all year, that we drafted, had our trust in, and uh, just been our guys, and they ain't, they ain't led us astray. So that's what we're going to do, man, on the way out. Uh Anything you want to say before we hop into that, my guy? Man, let's get to it, man. It's been a long year. Hey, I know, you know, with, with the pandemic, I mean, go, going back to the offseason, we didn't even know if we were going to make it past four weeks and eight weeks. I remember all those contingency plans. I'm just glad we didn't have to put those into place. So shout out to the NFL. Um, they, they got it done. I mean, I already knew they would. It's a billion-dollar industry, right? So they're going to figure a way to get their season in. True that. I agree, bro. I agree. So uh, I don't know. Shout out to them for doing it. I know it was bumps in the road. You know, COVID is real. People missing out on games. People missing, you know, family time. But, uh, you know, at least for the fantasy part, I think we made it through it, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right, bro. So talk me through. You said you won one title. Uh, how many championships did you play in again? I was in three championships, bro. And uh, they were all dynasty. I didn't get it. I only played in uh, one redraft league this year. A lot of people didn't want to start up their redraft leagues. I didn't blame them. But I'm in so many dynasty leagues that it was fine by me. So I was in your Royal Rumble redraft league. I made it to the playoffs, lost first round. That's on me. Remember the, the time you said you said you should have played Mitch this week. I shouldn't have played Mitch that week. Uh, if I would have played 
Stafford instead of Mitch, I would have won. I only lost by like two points. But uh, that's on me, man. That's on me. But uh, and then I got my ass kicked in two championships. But I did come up forty point win, like I just said. Stefan Diggs took me over the top. Technically, I was only down by three. Um, but you know it is what it is, bro. So Diggs didn't really kill the guy. He kind of probably knew he was gonna lose anyway. But uh, yeah, man, that's how I went out this year, man. I got one, and I ain't mad about that. Fill me that's- in on yours, bro. How many ships was you in? How you pull them out? All right, bro. I was in too, man. Both redraft. Um, let's talk about the one I lost. So again, you know, I was up 35 and a half points. All he had left was Diggs. I was still on edge because again, we already know Stefan Diggs is a game breaker. I was like, look, there's no Stefan Gilmore, you know, basically a shutdown corner, at least a shadow Diggs. Not saying he would have shut him down, but I think he would have contained him a little bit better. Um, but once there's no Diggs, I mean no Stefan Gilmore, and then of course, if you guys watch the game. Those guys weren't even trying to tackle, man. There was one where the safety came down. They just kind of bumped into each other, and Stefan ran like 30 yards. I'm like, come on, man. Like, that was that was the dagger right there. But uh, lost that one. Um, I played Tannehill, which was a little shaky because you guys saw the snow. And I should have pivoted, man, to Mitch earlier in the day. He had a sunny day out in Jacksonville. You know, he got a touchdown in the air on the ground. I got to start trusting my gut a little bit more in those situations, bro. So that's my lesson learned. Trust my gut in those, uh, you know, dilemmas. I'm in mean, those situations. Yeah, bro. As soon as I seen that snow, bro, I was nervous about the whole game, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, man. And I knew about it since the morning time. Like I had the Green Bay weather, at least the city and location up in my app. Like I already knew it was there. I should have pivoted, man. So, but it's all good. And then my other league, of course, uh, this league, man. Actually, there is a regular season championship in terms of you know first place regular season. So I won that pot. And then I doubled back for the championship, man. So I'm gonna talk you through who I had on my roster, and then let's go back to your league. I just want to know who you know who you had on your roster. So this was a squad. This was a squad where I remember I asked you guys, I was like, "Hey, do I play Jalen Hurts or do I play Tannehill?" And I was like, "Man, it's the ship. Why not go for it?" So I played Jalen Hurts, man, and it worked out. So um, this was a standard league. He actually gave me uh, 18 points, Um, and then I had Swift, man. Swift had a like he had a rough game, bro. He fumbled. You just can't get it going, but when you lose Stafford and you got the backup QB in there, I mean, it's the whole offense thrown off. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. So that was a dub, but luckily I had Jeff Wilson Jr. plugged in there. I actually sat Zeke, so that was a good call for me, even though Zeke had a decent game. But I played Jeff. He gave me 26. I had Devontae. He went off for 32. Um, I had A.J. Brown. He couldn't do nothing in the snow. Had George Kittle. Hey, I don't know if you remember that. I called it, man. I was like, hey, keep George Kittle on your roster. He might be back for the championship. And there he was, bro. So he gave me nine back. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take that. Allen Robinson, bro. uh, He had 10 catches, 100 yards. So he gave me 10 points in the standard league. That's cool for a flex. And then I had Young Wei Koo, the kicker for Atlanta. Number one kicker. But he had a rough day, bro. Um, Really, he didn't have that many opportunities. And he missed a kick. But it's all good because I didn't want that Chiefs game to go to overtime. Uh, So it worked out. (laughs) (laughs) True that. True that. Yeah, bro, but that's who brought it home, man. I'm going uh, to actually give my my team MVP go to Devontae Adams. He just bought out all year. But my league winner for that day, I got to give it to Jeff Wilson, man, stepping in, stepping up. So uh, those were the guys who brought it home for me. All right. Uh, the league that I did bring the ship home in, bro, was a two-quarterback league. So, you know, a little bit different than the standard, you know, one QB leagues. But uh, starting off, man, my two QBs was rough. I had Tua. 
end up getting replaced in the fourth quarter uh, by Ryan Fitzmagic. And then I had Cam, bro. It looked good. First quarter, he got that running score. I said, oh, shit. You know, yeah. maybe it's about to be a thing. Nah, it didn't matter. But uh, I ain't going to lie, bro. Uh, I had solid running back play for one. I had Geo. I had Leonard Fournette. And I had Dalvin Cook in. You know, my two running backs and then my flex. And then my third receiver was Robert Woods, bro. He only had 8.9 points. And then Robert Tanya didn't do nothing. He only had one catch. But this is where I, my, my stack, you stack them receivers, bro. You go get them studs. I had Mike Evans who dropped 41 for me, and I had Stefan Diggs who dropped 43 for me. So uh, they came through in the clutch, bro, gave me a dub, make sure that I could come on these two podcasts and say, hey, I did bring one home for the bros. You feel me? So Shout out to you, bro. That's fire. Yeah, bro. It's doing what I can, my guy. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if I should shout out Stefan or Mike Evans. If we're talking about league winner for the whole team or the whole season, probably was Stefan Diggs. But uh, championship, bro, him and Evans, bro, took off for me, bro, these past couple weeks. So, shout out to them. All right, bro. Hey, I'm glad to hear you brought one home, man, for the brand. So, that's what's up. Hey, I know last week we was popping bottles. We still, hey, I'm still Walmart poppy, bro. Still got the, you know, the cheap mimosas going. Hey, again, it's it's a confidence thing, man. Like, you know, it's just going into championship week, just celebrating the success you had up until that point, and then just going there, relax, and just, hey, it is what it is, living with the outcome. So, hey, we're back at it, doubling back. What you got? If I would have won more than one, bro, I would have got some champagne. But since I only won one, I'm chilling with my Stella. It's my Stella Blueberry, man. It's delicious. Drinking it straight out the bottle because uh, I want to. That's fire, bro. All right, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get to the sleeper app, and we're going to look at some of these other league winners in terms of the QBs, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. So these are the guys that either helped you win a title or guys that stopped you from winning one. But either way, these guys deserve to be acknowledged. So let's start with the QBs, man. Talk me through your guy, Josh Allen, bro. I mean, you've been, you know, at, at least – at least for me, you put him on my radar a while ago, like a couple seasons ago. Um, so, yeah, talk us through your guy, man. I ain't going to lie, bro. I liked him at first for the same reason that you like Lamar Jackson or, the, you know, the reasons that you like uh, Russell Wilson. Not only, you know, are they the starting quarterback, but the fact that you can add rushing yards to your score and they're usually – like a throwing touchdown in some leagues are only four points. But no, I think no matter what, for the most part, every standard league, every rushing touchdown is six points. So he adds that kind of extra, you know, extra points to your week to week. Um, even if he was to have a bad, you know, day with interceptions or whatever, the fact that he can run 10 yards and that's an extra point, like that's way more valid than throwing 25 yards and getting one point. Like, I mean, it's just just in general, the fact that you got a rushing game is important. And then they went out and got a superstar receiver and Stefan Diggs. And they're like best buds, man, I heard. They're like two peas in a pot. And they dominated all season. I think that's what he needed to help him take that leap. He worked on his mechanics all offseason. And he went out there and he looks like a franchise QB, looks like a superstar quarterback. He's in a Pro Bowl. He's good, man. Big guy still has the rushing chops. But on top of that, he's way more accurate. I don't know if you remember what I did like him at first. And I told you, bro, he's like the poor man's Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton wish he had Josh Allen's arm, bro. Yeah, yeah, wish he had his arm and accuracy. Yeah, bro. Hey, like you said, the rushing upside alone, bro, it's like you can't beat it. So he can get it done in the air and on the ground. And 
you know, I like how he's being more patient. Like he wants to throw the ball because, you know, last year he was heavily involved in the run game. At one point he was like their best rusher, um, you know, as far as you know, running the ball, especially in the uh, goal line red zone situations. But he's taking that leap, man. And hey, I agree. He's a franchise QB. He's shown it. Um, yeah, man. So he had a fire, fire week, four touchdowns. You guys see it there, man. I, I'm loving what they're building right there in Buffalo. Um, they got pass catchers all around. They kind of remind me of the Chiefs. I mean, they kind of give you that vibe. Um, of course, mm-hmm. not as fast, not as fast. But again, you got Stefan Diggs, you know, that can break a game anytime. So shout Bro, out to Josh Allen. If they give him like another stupid piece in the receiving game, they're going to click even more, bro. They're going to click. I'm scared of that shit, bro. Well, how how dedicated he is to getting better, bro. If they keep adding him pieces, because defense already ain't that bad, they give him some more offensive weapons, bro. That shit gonna be crazy. Yeah, and really, they just need to get that backfield, you know, to get going between Singletary and Moss. Uh, Moss, Zach Moss, he flashes. Um, so I know he's a rookie. He flashes at times, but once they get that run game going a little bit more consistently, they're really gonna be dangerous, and they're already dangerous. Um, even Dawson Knox is starting to turn up for them at the tight end position. So. True that, right, bro. True that. Let's talk about another guy, man. Tom Brady. Um, he dominated. Of course, Detroit, man. Like we already knew, you know, he's just gonna dominate. And that was a game where AB caught a touchdown, Evans caught a touchdown, Godwin caught a touchdown, everybody caught, caught a touchdown. It felt like so. Tom Brady, man. Like, hey, he he showed up and showed out, distributed the ball, four touchdowns. Did you see that game, bro? Yeah, bro. I watched it, bro. But it it wasn't worth watching after so long, bro. It was just beating their ass. Yeah, <laughs> It was just dog walking, bro. It, you know, it was. I don't know, man. It's sad to watch shit like that, bro. Not sad. It's entertaining, but then it's like, yeah. all right, I mean, it's draining it gets, watching it. Yeah, it gets boring after some point. But the question is, can they keep it up in the playoffs? The real playoffs. So we'll see. Um, but everything's coming together right now for them, offense and defense. So they got that momentum for sure. Man, talk, you got to talk about the red sniper, bro. You see him right there, bro. Hey, Andy Dalton, man. He put in a big performance. Look, C.D. Lamb got going in the passing game. Uh, Man, Michael Gallup, that's the guy who really got going. Yeah, Yeah, Michael Gallup took off. And Amari Cooper, man, he had some big plays. He only had like three or four catches, but still had like over 100 yards. So that just shows his impact. But this was a game where all three wide receivers got going in the passing game for the Cowboys. And Andy Dalton, you know, he got the job done. And he was efficient. So 22 of 30. And he had three touchdown passes. So, yeah, it was pretty solid, man. Like, for him to step in for the injured Dak Prescott, um, yeah, they got a solid backup there in Andy. Yeah, divisional game, you know, they needed to get that dub. And just they need those kind of games for confidence, bro. Like, this is a team that, you know, at the start of the season, you know, we project as a playoff team and maybe a potential Super Bowl team with Dak. And it's like everything just went downhill just because Dak left. So I think it's a confident boost for him to go out there and play like that for the skill positions, for the old line, for the defense, just for everybody, man. So it's nice to see, you know, Andy Dalton go out there and give that that needed energy boost that, that the Cowboys probably needed, bro. Bad. Yeah, bro. All right, man. Any other guys you want to talk about? I know we got Big Ben in the top five this week and also Aaron Rodgers. Man, Aaron throwing all those touchdowns in the blizzard almost. Yeah, I want to talk about the two guys that – we can talk about Aaron, but I feel like Aaron's been doing it all year. Uh, but I feel like we need to give this guy his due because since he took over his starting job back, bro, he's been balling at Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, and even the games where you're not happy, there wasn't 
dud games. Like, he had 14, 15 points. It wasn't killing you. Like, he took over, and he's been dominating, bro. And he got that offense clicking. He got the running game looking good. He has Allen Robinson looking like, you know, the top receiver that he is in the game, basically. And I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a sense of, you know, urgency and, like, I lost my job and I need to find a way to keep it. But whatever's going on with Mitchell Trubisky and that offense and the team in general, bro, I like it. Uh, it's good vibes all across that that franchise right now, bro. Mitchell's ball. So I want to give him his love right now. He is, man. And you got to remind everybody, you know, the Bears declined his fifth-year option. So to be determined if he's back in Chicago, um, I'm still anticipating them to draft a quarterback. And, you know, they may bring Mitch back. We'll, we'll see. They may, they, they may franchise tag him. Um, for me, Mitch is a guy, you know, that streaks. So I feel like right now he's streaking. Um, hopefully he can keep it up. Um, he's shown he's capable of, you know, of running that offense. That offense looks way better with him under center um, over Nick Foles. So I definitely like Mitch Trubisky and over Nick Foles. But um, I do want to be mindful. I do feel like Mitch is just, you know, he's streaking right now. So um, I think it's going to be a quarterback controversy again going into the summer camps. And we'll just see if Mitch can prevail. But I'm expecting him to bring in a rookie QB, bro. Damn. Do they? What, what's their record, bro? Actually, I don't know offhand. I know that's a good question. My bad, bro. If uh, if if they don't got nothing in the top ten, bro, it don't even matter. Yeah, but it's a lot of QBs coming out actually though this year. It's it's pretty. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's deep like you know you can get you a to a Herbert Burrow, but I mean it's 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 some nice guys coming out so. Uh, I'm checking out their record. They're actually eight and seven, man. So I think they still got a shot at the playoffs, possibly in the uh, NFC. With that money invested in Nick Foles, also, I think it might be smart for them to just try to get some Mitchell Trubisky one more run. The way they got them clicking right now, I don't know, bro. That's a hell of an investment if you're not gonna just say fuck both of the guys on my team and take the guy you take in the first round and play him. You're not gonna do that, bro. You're really limited to your upside as a team. But we'll see how it goes, bro. If he keeps clicking, it's going to be very interesting on seeing what they do. Yeah, bro. All right, man, let's pivot, man. Let's talk about these running backs. Alvin Kamara, man, like 56 points. Um, he tied a rushing record, you know, in terms of in a single game. So he had six touchdowns on the ground. Could have had seven. But Alvin Kamara, man, like once you saw the red and green cleats, you already know he's going to come out and do some work. Yeah, I'll say this, bro. When Drew Brees is out there playing with Alvin, you know, the way we talk about McCaffrey and Saquon, that that's them three are in a class of their own, bro. When they're, when they're healthy and at the top of their game and flourishing, they're in a class of their own, bro. And Alvin just showed why, you know. He's he's a stud, bro. He can do it all. Do whatever he wants to out there, to be honest. And in that same breath, been doing it all year, man. So, of course, you know, when Drew Brees was out of the lineup, he had some dips. But for the most part, he's been doing it all year, and he's the running back one um, on, on the season. So. All right, we ain't got to spend too much time there. Let's talk about Miles Gaskin coming back. Um, I don't know if he was on the COVID list or if he was hurt, but uh, he came back in and dominated, man, against the Raiders. Um, it was expected, given the Raiders give up the most rushing yards on the ground. But he had a big performance. Yeah, and he did it in the passing game, too, bro. Five catches, 82 yards, and he had two reception TDs, bro. So he shows that, you know, that third down back capability. He's not a small guy. You see listed right there, 5'10", 200. It's crazy he's a rookie, and it's one of those things where it's like, once you see Miami getting it together, it was like, oh, well, maybe they'll get their running back of the future this year. Um, 
I don't know if they need to do that, man. Um, every time he's starting, Mal Gaskins actually flashes, and he looks like a real good, solid receiver. And he looks like he can do it on all three downs, man. I like him. Um, the offense, you know, the team seems to like him. And he's flourishing in that offense. So why invest a draft pick high into one of these running backs, man? Just see, he's a rookie doing this. What do you want from another rookie coming in? You know, unless – you know, unless they're worried about his health or whatever. But besides that, bro, I wouldn't invest nothing super high into a running back because, you know, this is, you know, well, he's not a rookie, but you know what I'm saying. This is first yeah. real year of playing. So, yeah, he's in his second yeah. year, but yeah, I, first I, year opportunity. Yeah. I do think Dolphins still need to get a running back. I'm not saying they need to get one early, but I would like to see him get a bigger running back. I mean, watching the tape, we've seen Miles kind of struggle running in between the tackles, especially in that goal line. Um, he's a little bit smaller, but. Running outside the tackles, outside zones, all that good stuff, and pass catching, yeah, he's he's solid. So, um, again, the league's transitioning to a committee um, just because you don't want to get in these situations where you got to pay the Zeeks and pay the Christian McCaffrey. So I'm expecting him to bring in a running back to assist Miles. But he's he's definitely a playmaker. So, All right, bro. Um, man, okay, you want to talk about the guys that we didn't expect to do it? Because there's a bunch of them at the top of the list, and we can just group them together and get them out the way. Yeah, let's group them, bro. Samaj, go ahead, bro. Samaj, Jeff Wilson, AJ Dillon, bro. Uh, JD McKissick still, even with, you know, Gibson coming back and Gio again, bro. That's a list of guys that you couldn't pay me to play in daily fantasy and to get that right. And they came out and they got the opportunity and they capitalized this week. So shout out to those guys, man. Those are, you know, that the fringe B-team player of the week type shit, man, because – they went out there and balled out. And, uh, yeah, bro. So I just grouped them all together, man. Want to give them all a thumbs up. To give them their flowers, bro, for doing their championship week. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to David Johnson, man. You know, the young, old veteran. I know he's pushing 30, but solid, solid veteran play. I mean, he led it. I'm sure if you guys had him in as RB2 or flex play, he came through for you. So put up 28 points, man. And, that, and that's pretty solid. So shout out to David Johnson. True that. All right, bro. Let's get to these wide receivers, man. Let's start with your guy. My guy, too, though. <laughs> Our guy. I don't know. I think we got a few guys on here, bro. Yeah, bro. Devontae Adams, bro. Like, he's guaranteed a touchdown every game almost. Um, bro, he's he, stupid, bro. He had caught 11 of his 12 targets this week. Three in, touchdowns, bro. In a, in a mini blizzard at that, man. Like, that's that stupid, bro. Once I saw them come out throwing and I saw Devontae like secured the ball, like, you know, like some guys catch, you could tell they got secured because it's because of the uh, conditions. Once I saw him clicking early, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's going to go off. Like he was ready. So that shit was stupid, bro. Um, Let's just the studs, bro. I feel like we don't need to, let's just group the three studs at the top Mike Evans, Adams, Diggs. These are guys you play no matter what. You draft these guys to do what they're doing right now, bro. So, you know, and, and you play them every week. And if you ever have to feel like you don't want to play any of these guys in a week, you shouldn't have drafted them because with the capital at that high in the first two, three rounds, you playing those guys every week no matter what. So I like to group those guys together because there's a bunch of guys on this list too that we need to group together that, you know, if you ask me at the top of the year, they'll be right here winning us championships. I probably wouldn't have put no money on that shit either. 
Man, let's start with Michael Gallup, you know, the forgotten wide receiver in Dallas once they brought in C.D. Lamb. And, of course, Amari Cooper's there, the guy that they paid. Hey, Michael Gallup, man, he led that receiver room uh, last week, just past week. So 30-point game, two touchdowns. He's talented, man. Like, he's definitely a wide receiver, one, as far as on that team. You know, at least he has a talent. Like, if you put Michael Gallup on any other team, easily they're wide receiver, one. Um, as far he's as a stud, that bro. They have three wide receiver one talents on their team, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, Mr. Crowder, bro, when, hey, if he's healthy and Darnold's playing, he's a must-start every week. He's always heavily targeted by Darnold, no matter the defense, no matter who they play. He's 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 game script proof. Darnold loves Jameson Crowder. And, you know, that's that. I don't know how to go away from that. That's why I drafted him early, but he was banged up, and then Darnold was banged up. But if those two are playing and healthy, you always play Crowder, bro. Always. Man, great value. Talk about great value, getting a late wide receiver. You know, late in the draft, probably like around 10th, 11th, 12th round. Um, a guy you could throw in in your flex, and he, he can easily give you wide receiver one numbers like he did championship week. He even threw a touchdown pass. I don't know if you guys watched the game, but he even threw a TD pass. So, yeah, man, Crowder's definitely a weapon on that Jets offense. And then two more guys uh, at the top, Nelson Aguilar and Brandon Cooks. Going into the season, two guys we didn't know were going to be the number ones on their team because of other circumstances, like Will Fuller being there in Houston and then, you know, the drafting of Henry Ruggs. I know they got Waller talking about specifically a receiver, not receiving option. But Nelson Aguilar has actually been looking like a motherfucking stud over the past few weeks, and he's a good He's looking like a uh, like a possession receiver, like a big boy. He's making some good plays. So shout out to Nelson and shout out to Cooks, who's been able to do it with multiple quarterbacks, multiple teams, depending on his health. He's a good receiver, bro, and he's been a guy that Watson could rely on man, this year. So shout out to him. Yeah, man, that's solid, man. And uh, for Nelson Aguilar, I think he's having a year that we all expected Rugs to have. Um, so Nelson stepped in and stepped up, man, and. You know, he had to prove it, man, coming from Philly. Um, I know he got that Super Bowl ring. And, you know, of course, there's always been a lot of doubts uh, with him, especially in the catching, in terms of catching, just given he's known for the drops. But, man, he, he's solid, man. That's another guy I don't mind targeting late in drafts. You know, if I miss out on a Crowder, I'm definitely looking at Aguilar. And one more thing. It's crazy that you see, you know, running back receiver J.D. McKissick here. <laughs> you could have played him at your receiver with eight receptions, 77 yards, bro, yeah, and bro. a touchdown. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there real quick because he's doing it, bro. That's fire. Even with uh, Antonio Gibson returning back to the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, turn that up. All right, bro. Let's get into these, uh, the last spot, the tight end position. Hey, Irv Smith, man, he finished uh, at the top, at least, you know, for championship week. Um, I believe he found that, yeah, found the end zone twice. So shout out to Irv Smith, man. Very talented. I know he's a promising tight end prospect in Dynasty, man. What are your thoughts on Irv? sophomore got drafted out of Alabama as a dominant receiving tight end because he's not that big. So I think he's, he's working on finding his role on that team. They still have Kyle Rudolph. And I finally think this is the year Kyle Rudolph is done. Kyle Rudolph has been missing the past two or three games. And you finally see Irv Smith fall into his role. So uh, I think it's be good with him going forward. Like I said, it usually takes about the third year for the, for the tight end to find his role in his position. That's pretty much facts. You know, there's a few, you know, outliers there here and there. But Irv is going into his third year, man. And, you know, if you have waited patiently on him, I think they're going to use him good next year. Um, so that's a young guy. Let's transition to an old guy, Jimmy Graham. 
Hey, four reception, 69 yards, two touchdowns. That's what he's known for. Throw it up to him. He's basically a power forward in the end zone. Uh, he's blocking out cornerbacks, and he's just going up catching it. What you going to do with 6'7", you know, 265? Ain't got no more speed on him. He just dig and blocking you out. So um, he'll be able to do that forever. We got two minutes left, bro. I don't really want to talk about nobody else but give Travis Kelsey his flowers on the way out, bro, for what he did this week, this this year. Yeah. Uh, what, first tight end to ever have over 1,400 receiving yards? Um, I think he also Yo. was like the first tight end to have 1,000-yard seasons. Um, and, and back to back to back to back to back. So that's five seasons in a row. So shout out to Travis. Um, I do want to shout out Darren Waller in his first Pro Bowl. My guy, tight end two on a year, been balling. Um, number one passing option at Raiders offense, 112 yards. Like the Dolphins can't do nothing with him. Like one on one coverage up the same. Derek Carr was dropping it in there. So can't do nothing with him. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to all these guys. Hey, before we close it out, Dot, let everybody know where, uh, where they can follow you at. Hey, you can follow me at Dynasty Pro Dot on Instagram and Twitter and follow the main Instagram handle at Dynasty Bros FF. What about you, my brother? Yeah, you can follow me at Chief Sosa FF. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, um, Dynasty Bros FF. I do want to shout out and thank Black and White Sports for allowing us to deliver a exclusive redraft show for fantasy football. Hopefully, we're able to help you guys out this year. This is the last episode for redraft, but if you guys want to play fantasy football year-round like we do, hey, subscribe to that Dynasty Bros FF. That's where we play year-round uh, with Dynasty. Now we're looking into these rookies. We're watching these playoff games with college football. Like we're heavily invested, so it doesn't stop. That's the beauty of Dynasty. Ever. Never, ever, ever. Except for next week. <laughs> it stops for one week. Yeah, yeah, that's true, bro. <laughs> tell them, tell them, bro. We're going to take a break next week and uh, try to put together. Maybe if we don't put together a blooper episode, we're, we're going to come and line up and wish you guys, you know, a happy new year and everything. And just take a break. And uh, that's just getting ourselves ready and prepped rolling into the next year, man. So that's all it's about, man. On top of being, you know, brilliant, you know, fantasy football people, we want to make sure that we're brilliant for ourselves and on our day-to-day, give ourselves a break mentally, spiritually, all of that. So, yeah, that's what we're doing next week. So, if, if you do tune in next week and you don't see us here, I apologize. Check in two Tuesdays from now. We'll be right here with our ring lights, giving more fantasy advice that, that you can use, bro. And the best, way to, the best way to stay good and redraft is to get in the dynasty and get some more information so you can stay smart and bright all year round. You'll be ready for it. You ain't got to wait on it to get ready next year. Remember that. That's real, bro. Hey, I appreciate that word. And, man, I feel like when school's out, you took that final, you don't care if you failed or passed, you don't give a fuck, you know, it's done. Like, that's how I feel right now. Like, weight's off. I won some some championships. I lost. But the weight's off. And that's how much effort and energy we put into this. So, again, uh, we love this. Um, hopefully, you know, you guys enjoy listening to us. Hopefully we can help you guys out and continue to help you guys out. But until next time, I hope you guys have a safe and happy holidays. Bring the New Year's in safe and smart. And hey, we'll be back in it next year. Dominate, showing you how to dominate your leagues, Nancy Bro style. So with that, we out, man. Love, peace, holla.